Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Searing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is an herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you won't need to choke down. Nursing Time Tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's rue, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. You can also find the link at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And this week, we are going to talk about breastfeeding tools. Yes, tools. All the tools you need. Get your toolbox. Get your toolbox, because we are going to talk about all kinds of stuff. But first, we are going to talk about people that love us on our review. (laughs) (laughs) Review of the week. The review of the week. And this comes from... Flash Woe. Oh, my God. I love these names. I know. They're fantastic. Um, and it's the title is Well Done and Well Needed. Love, love, love. A great way to help normalize breastfeeding. Been following the BAB account on Instagram for a while. That's you, Abby. And was very happy. Yep. Was very happy to find this podcast. A must listen for new moms, new to breastfeeding moms and those who want support who want to support breastfeeding moms, which should be everyone. Yes, Flesh Woe, you're absolutely right. It should be everyone. Yes, right. Thank you for this. My only regret. Thank you. My only regret oh, is that so I would have found it sooner in my nursing journey, but I won't let my new mom friends miss out. Thank you. Definitely Aww. spread the word and share. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. And now, Flash Woe. on that note, we're going to talk about breastfeeding tools. Breastfeeding tools. Okay. Yeah. So what does that even mean? I thought that you just needed a booth. You need tools? You should just need a boob. Every once in a while, you need some tools. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, and this might, I'm going to try to be really, like, objective because I know there's a lot of stuff out there and there's a lot of different situations, but sometimes I get, like, frustrated with the tools because yeah. I think some of them don't always need to be used and some of them do. But um, I think there's a lot of things at play, you know? Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that. I think we did an episode on nipple shields, didn't we? We have so many out there now. I can't remember. We did. I know we it's did. hard to remember. Yeah. We did nipple shields. I can. Yeah. So we might not talk about nipple shields that much, only because we do have a whole episode on it already. But what I was specifically thinking about was, like, the supplemental nursing systems and, um, like, cup feeding and things like that. Um we were talking like pacifiers and bottles, which I know we've talked about a lot, but we never talked about it as like a tool before. Um, breastfeed, like I finger feeding, tube feeding, think, um, yeah, syringe think, feeding, all that kind of stuff. I think nipple nipple shields may have been a suggested topic, but I don't see it on its, as its own episode. Really? I thought we did that. All right. If we didn't, nipple, then we... Nipple confusion? To, nipple confusion. Huh. All right, we'll have to talk about nipple shields then. But that's a whole different... We'll talk about it all. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it all. So one of the things that I want... So sometimes if a baby's not latching well or they're having trouble, you know, getting the milk out or something like that, we will use tools. Or if there's pain, if breastfeeding is not going smoothly, depending on why it's not going smoothly, sometimes we will use tools. 
Now, one thing that I definitely want to say that I'll probably say several times throughout this podcast is if you are using a tool for your breastfeeding, if you're using anything, if you're having enough troubles that you feel like you need to use something or somebody hands you a nipple shield and says, you should try this, or if you go out and buy one because you can get them anywhere, or if you think, you know, oh, I saw this on, you know, a Facebook group, I'm going to try this SNS thing, please call Lactation Consultant and work with them because there's something else going on there. So make sure that you are working with somebody while you are doing this because it's really only meant to be a helper, you know, like a Band-Aid. I was going to say, yeah, it should help you transition, you know, should help you get started. It shouldn't be the thing. Right. It's a way to get food into the baby. And a lot of times we will kind of count on our friends and on our community, which is a wonderful thing to give us information. But if somebody says, oh, well, you know, my I used a nipple shield for a long time. I think you should get one. That'll probably really help you. She that mom is probably right. It probably will help you, but you need to work with somebody to know how to use it correctly because some of these items, if they are not used correctly or if the real reason why you're using it is not identified, you could lose your milk supply. So we want to make sure that we're doing things the right way and at the same time protecting the milk supply while we're getting food into the baby. We want to do those things too. Yeah. So So which one should we talk about first? Well... For some reason, supplemental nurses are like on the top of my head. Or we can talk. Yeah, well, yeah. those are, you know, and, and this 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 episode makes me think of like, I did this, um, me and my admins did this uh, series of memes like a long time ago, a few years ago, mm-hmm. called Sometimes Badass Breastfeeding Looks Like This. Yeah. And it has all these people, you know, using an SNS and, um, you know, bottle feeding or using a nipple shield or all the things that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, just a way to be like, hey, that's breastfeeding too. You know, that's, that's, it's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, right. So, I mean, SNS is like a big thing because I think, you know, it, it does give, I've seen, um, there was a, a transgendered man in germ on my blog. I think, I think it's a German, they're German. The, he uses, she uses a, um, supplementary nursing system to nurse their baby. That's so cool. So, yeah, I mean, that can, that can you know, that can, the, the, the supplemental nursing system can make breastfeeding happen, you know, for people who, you know, don't even have a milk supply or who just right. straight up can't. Or adoptive parents or, yes. you know, like anything right. like that. It's a great, the idea behind the supplemental nurser is amazing. Like, okay, so a, let's talk because, what gr- is it? Some people might not know what it is. So the supplemental nurser... Um, or a lactate, there's two different ones, but supplemental nurser, it's like it's just, you know, a little, a bottle that you can put either breast and pumped breast milk or formula in, and there's a little tube that you can just kind of medical tape to the breast, and the tube itself goes in the baby's mouth, so the baby latches to the breast, but they're also getting, you know, the fluid through the tube, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's giving them the nourishment they need, and it's giving it to them at the breast. So it's helping right. to teach them to on the right. It's helping to teach them to you know how to how to breastfeed, and they're still getting you know what they need. It's great for those moms who are like, okay, you should pump and feed and pump and bottle feed and you know like all of that stuff because it takes that whole step away. You know, you're doing everything, the supplementing and the feeding and everything right there at the breast. The idea behind it is so good. It is so good and would be so time saving if the majority of the people that needed it 
weren't sleep deprived, yeah. anxiety ridden. I got to get food into my baby and I cannot figure out how to do this. Frustrated new parents. Mm-hmm. Because when those come out, it works really well for like a day. And then the mom is like, I cannot do this. It's so much. Why do I need all this stuff? Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why, like, you really need to be working with somebody to kind of get things. Because in the very early days, you are so overwhelmed with everything that it might feel like the supplemental nurture is way too much. And you might lose sight of what it's doing for you, too. Yeah. And it's not meant to be, like, a long-term thing. Um, the majority, like, the people that use it, like how you're saying the um, – the couple on your blog and like adoptive parents or yeah. whatever. A lot of times it is long term, but for the that mom who's be struggling, yeah, yeah, the mom is struggling to just get some milk in her baby while they're teaching the baby how to breastfeed. That's not a, that shouldn't be a long term fix. You right. know, that should be something that we're just kind of like doing to to get milk into the baby and to, you know. Well, and that's what happens a lot of times with these things, right? Is that it's like okay, we're struggling, we're struggling, we need an intervention, let's intervene. And then we get stuck there. Right. We don't move past the intervention. And you, you have to. You know, to we progress. don't work our way off of it or into, you know, yeah, into maybe breastfeeding the way that the, pers- the, the parent wants. Right. And it also depends on why. You have to, really, we'd have to know why the baby is not feeding well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a, a baby recently that the suck is very, very uncoordinated and their suck is not good at all. And the mom was like, should I try an SNS? And I was like, you know what? That's if the baby was sucking well, yeah, that'd be a great way to go. But the baby's not, yeah. you know? So it's like, that's not going to make her pull the milk out any better. Mm-hmm. If she's not sucking, if she can't get the milk anyway, then, you know, what? why add another way for her to get milk off the breast when she can't get it? So we have to fix the suck and then we'll work with that. But um, it can be, you know, it can feel a little bit overwhelming. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, one of those things where we've got it. We know we've got them out there. It's something that we can go to if we want to. Um, I had a doctor, one of my doctor friends recently, his wife, I think, had used an SNS with their kids. And he asked me about it, um, about having it, suggesting it to a family. And I was like, oh, this particular family, she's already kind of like, you know, really borderline, I don't know if I can do this breastfeeding thing, you know, like, and to throw something mm. like that at her. Like, you have to look at the at your situation, too, because um, I feel like that's, you know, you can be feel really vulnerable and fragile when your baby's not feeding well. Oh, yeah. And to kind of go, oh, yeah, your body isn't working, so we're going to throw this other apparatus at you to make you feel more overwhelmed. Right, like, you need this piece of medical equipment. Right, you know, and you don't, and it has to be explained the right way to you. You know, I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, yeah, you need all this equipment to breastfeed, because you don't, but we need to get over whatever complication is happening. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, you don't, it's not that you need the medical, the piece of medical equipment. You need the help from the lactation consultant. Right. You know, if that's going to, if the, if you and this, in the lactation consultant decide that this is something that you're going to use during this, you know, during this time while you fix the problem, then fine. Right. Otherwise. But yeah. the real, the, but the real thing you need is the, you know, is the help from the breastfeeding help. Yeah. And a lot of moms with things like an SNS, a lot of moms feel like they can't do it on their own. 
you know, because there's a lot of stuff involved, oh, you know. So if it's a situation, too, where, you know, dad already went back to work or the partners aren't there, all, you know, 24 hours a day anymore or whatever, you might really feel like you can't do that on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could feel a little overwhelming, too. Um, cup feeding. Have you ever had to cup feed? Mm, no, I haven't. Have you ever seen a baby cup feeding? Oh my God, I, I mean, I've seen pictures. Like just pictures? Oh, my God, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but it really is. And it is the preferred method of getting fluids into a baby when you want them to breastfeed. Because mm. it, it's the best way to, like, preserve the same functioning um, of uh-huh. of breastfeeding is by cup feeding. But a lot of people are really scared of cup feeding, especially in the hospital. They will, like, they will rarely cup feed in the hospital. And I remember when I worked in the hospital setting and we would – always suggest that babies get cup fed instead of bottle fed, like in special care nurseries or whatever, and they would never do it. They just, Why? They, were, they were afraid. But the baby would choke or aspirate or something oh, would happen. God. And, you know, it's like you're not pouring the liquid down their throat. You're, <laughs> you know, like you've got a little medicine cup and you uh. put it up to their lips and they stick their little tongue out and they lap it in like a little kitten. It's very oh. cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, but it's, that is another thing that we've, you know, kind of suggest sometimes because that's a really great way. I have a lot of moms who don't want to introduce bottles early. Yeah. Um, and that is a great way to get more fluids into your baby if you don't want to do the SNS or you don't want to give a bottle. What about syringe? Is that kind of the same syringe? Thing or is that, I feel like I hear about that. Yeah, people will suggest, like I hear doctors suggesting syringes a lot, um, which is fine. And I think parents feel like they have a little bit more control over the syringe than they do over a cup. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're really just like shooting the milk into the baby's mouth. So it's not like, you know, I mean, people worry about them getting lazy with a bottle. I mean, come on. All they got to do is like shoot a little bit of, you know, milk into their cheek and you're good. Um, But Sometimes, unless you have a good syringe, too, like, you're doing, like, five mLs at a time, you know, and it's yeah. like you're sitting there all day doing that. But um, syringe feeding is, like, if you're talking about, like, short-term supplementing, cup and syringe, you know, those are good ways to go. And short-term, I mean, like, you only need to do a few feeds just to get a little extra fluid into them. Yeah. Um. What else did we what were you talking about? Nipple shield. Nipple shield. So nipple That's a shield. big one, and that's a big one where I feel like people very quickly go to a nipple shield, and then they have a hard time getting off of it, and they don't want to be on it. No, they don't. From what I hear from people, I hear from the moms, you know, from, from breastfeeders saying, you know, we used a nipple shield, and, you know, it's been a little while now, and I really don't want to use it anymore, you know, but baby's really struggling. And... If a baby is struggling with a nipple shield, um, I I tell moms this all the time. Like, if mom calls me and says, okay, you know, I'm using a nipple shield, I always ask why. And a lot of times they'll say, you know, they gave it to me in the hospital because the baby mm-hmm. wasn't latching. But nobody knows why. Like, so why wasn't the baby latching? Is there a reason it's why? It's one of those things. Or, they you just know, push it on for no reason. Right. And it's usually they somehow inadvertently blame the mother and say something like, well, your nipples mm-hmm. are flat or yeah. sometimes they've heard, well, your baby's lazy. I've heard that one too. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Our babies are born lazy. So they, oh my you know, God. Um, but we need to know why we needed the nipple shield in order to get the baby off the nipple shield. If the mom started breastfeeding at the breast and 
developed pain or painful latch and damaged nipples, and she chose to go to a nipple shield because of all that pain. Oh, yeah. We just need to fix that latch. The baby will go back on fine. Because the baby knows how to breastfeed. You know, they've done it already. We know that the baby's already done it. They did it so well, they tore her up. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But if the baby never fed at the breast on on a on the bare breast, then we need to know why. And usually mm-hmm. once we figure that out, we can get them to feel, feed without the nipple shield. Yeah. And so what are the reasons? What are, what's, what do you find? What are you, what are, what do you usually uncover? Usually like tongue tie is a big one. Mm-hmm. Tongue tie is a big one. See, see previous episodes. Yep. Absolutely. On tongue tie. Breast edema is a really big one. And what's that, that where your breast tissue gets so swollen from all the fluids that they give you. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they can't fit, they can't get it in their mouth. Right. Yeah. And then mm. the, the breast, you get that swollen breast tissue yeah. and it gets very edematous and it's hard. So the babies oh. can't, it's like trying to latch onto a baseball. It's just like, yeah. you can't do it. And then the nipple will start to disappear because it's just filling in the, it's getting, flat, yeah, yeah, it's getting flatter yeah. just because of that. See that all the time. All wow. the time. I, I Oh, my God. A mom that I saw yesterday um, who did not have flat nipples, but, of course, they told her that she did because of the fluid. But now the fluid's kind of gone down a little bit. She had a scheduled section because of a breech baby, and she said that they – she goes, they gave me so much fluid. She goes, my legs were so swollen I couldn't bend them. Oh, my them. God. And I'm like, that is completely unnecessary. It's totally unnecessary. Like, it happens a lot when you go through this long induction and you're doing it. But, sure. like, when you are at a, you know, you have a scheduled section and you know it, you know, it's like, how, I could see you, you do need some fluids, yes. But that much where your whole body is going to be that swollen, it imp- impacts how they latch. So a lot of yeah. times once we get, you know, sometimes the baby will need the nipple shield for that. But then once that swelling starts to go down, and then you got milk coming in on top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So we use a shield, and then as things start to settle down and the milk supply starts to get a little bit more, like, you know, calms down and your swelling starts to go away, then usually you don't have to use it anymore. So that's a big one is the swelling. How, how about a word from our sponsor? Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Milky's Milk Saver on the Go is a mini version of the original Milk Saver loved by so many. This is a discreet breast milk collection system that can be tucked right inside your shirt to collect milk that leaks throughout the day. It also protects sore nipples while they heal. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. You can also find the link at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. So one of the other things that I think of as a tool um, is a pump. I do think of pumps as a tool, and I know a lot of people oh, think yeah. people think of them as a necessity, but I really kind of oh. feel like it's not. It's I mean, it's a necessity if you're going back to work, absolutely. Right, but, but you don't need it to breastfeed. No, you do not need it to breastfeed. It That's is what a people, tool. I know. I used to think that, too. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to breastfeed. I need to get a pump because if I'm breastfeeding, I need to pump to keep on my milk supply, and that is just another terrible, terrible piece of information. Mm-hmm. You do not need, need it to breastfeed. No, you need to keep your baby to your breast. That's yeah. how you keep up your milk supply. Yes. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, okay, we're glad we have them because if we, you yeah, know, just like all the other tools. to work. I mean, right. like, if, yeah, if you're going to go back to work, you do need it, but yeah. you don't need it to fix your breastfeeding. No. And if you do need it for a breastfeeding problem, your baby's not latching, so you have to pump, 
you should be, again, working with somebody because we want to make sure that things are being done the, the correct way. But it is just another tool for you to have where you can go, okay, my baby's not latching well. Let me start pumping so that I can make sure my body knows what to do and I'm getting milk out for the baby. Like that's when we reach into our toolbox and get those tools out because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when we're glad we have them. Mm -hmm. So pumps, I think, are definitely a tool. Um, You know, tubes, like even those little very thin, thin tubing, like almost like the thin tubing that you would use for an SNS system, you Mm -hmm. can put that like right on your finger and have the baby just – suck on your finger and suck that fluid right out of the bottle too. Uh-huh. So that's kind of another way. Like I kind of like that way because that's like a suck training kind of way. But um, it really depends on what parents are comfortable doing and how much supplementing you need to do. Right. And this is something that you need to be working with a lactation consultant to decide. Absolutely. Yes. And if you're in the hospital or you're going to be in the hospital and you're working with a nurse or a doctor, ask for the lactation consultant. Yes. Because it was not at all automatic that the the lactation consultant was going to come and see me in the hospital. And you probably and had sh- your baby be. in a really big hospital. You're in a really big city. Giant. Yeah, yeah. It was so, a giant hospital. I mean, that should have been one where there was people right there all the time. And, I mean, they probably have a zillion babies a week over there. And, you know, there should be somebody on staff ready to go. Um, It's, you definitely. They had one. They had one lactation. Oh, my God. One? One. 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 Oh, my God. That poor person. That must have been, oh, my gosh. I don't know how those new moms can, like. I don't know. And I, yeah, I didn't, yeah. That's unfair. I didn't ask to see her because I didn't know. And all the nurses were like, you know, yeah, just formula feed. Just, you know, just give the formula. Because, you know, I'm sure every, people who have been listening know my story by now. But, you know, I had, I was induced and my milk wasn't coming in. That's what they told me. And my baby <laughs> was hungry. And so, you know, I had to formula feed because he was starving. Um, and they were just like, yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. Just breast, just formula feed and then your milk will come in eventually and everything will be fine. My God. I mean, it was not fine at all. No. <laughs> it was it was awful. But, I mean, they send you home but like so that. They sent me home like this, and, you know, they it was not at all like a um, – it wasn't understood that I was going to see the lactation consultants or that there was, you know, somebody that I could see. Now, I will give credit to the pediatrician that we – we, we switched pediatricians, but the first pediatrician that I went to, I told her what was going on, and she – she said, contact a lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did, she said that to me and I, and I eventually did. And that's exactly what, what set off, set us off on the right path. Um, but if you're in the hospital, you have to ask because it's not going to be automatic. And if your hospital doesn't have one, then there are places that you can look for one. Yeah. I mean, they like, should well, have somebody. They'll have some, yeah, they'll have somebody or a recommendation on how to find one. Yeah. But if you, you know, one of the things that I do hear a lot is moms will get a lot of these apparatuses in the hospital. And the situation, and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, you know, the hospital needs to get your baby fed. They have protocols. Yeah. They have boxes to check. They have to make sure blood sugar is good and, you know, all of body temperature is stable and all of these things are good and jaundice levels aren't, you know, sky high and everything. And a you know, that depends heavily on how their baby's feeding. They're pooping and peeing, yeah, all of right. this stuff. So if you are, 
in the hospital and your baby isn't breastfeeding well, you better believe they're pulling out some kind of something because they've mm-hmm, got to get right. that baby feeding. But then in two days, you're going home and they're like, here's all your stuff. And yep. like off you go. And that's so hard. With your problematic situation. Right. Yeah, that hasn't been, they haven't tried to fix it. All they did was put a band, like you said, a bandaid on it. And your milk is just starting to come in. So now there's a, an additional mm-hmm. layer onto that. And you're already overwhelmed and you're tired. And you're like, I got to figure out how to make all this stuff work at home now. And the baby's screaming. Like that is really 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 overwhelming and uh, and that's why so many breastfeeding relationships are failing exactly yes because people are like forget it it's too hard i didn't know i was going to have to do all this stuff and there's no one here to help me right so try to look at those things as it's just a tool it's just something Mm -hmm. that we need to use right now to get us over the hump to where it needs to be. If you received, if you are listening to this right now and you received a nipple shield in the hospital and that you don't know why and you've just been using it, like, that's fine. What always kills me is people are like, here's a nipple shield because your baby's not latching. They go home and then the pediatrician says, but you don't want to use that for very long, so get off of it. (laughs) Well, how? Like, how? Well, it's the same thing. It's like, here, we were talking about this in the last episode. It's like, here, here, you got to breastfeed. Breast is best. Breastfeed, breastfeed. Oh, my God, you have to stop breastfeeding, you know, because of, for whatever, all these reasons. Right. It's like, oh, you have to use a nipple shield. You better use a nipple shield. You got to use it. Okay, wait, wait, no, you got to get off the nipple shield. Right. Oh, my God. But we're not so going to tell you. It's so confusing. But we're not going to tell you how. You just have to go off there and do right. it. And it, that's not fair. Because now you're kind of like, all right, how do I do this? What's happening? So if you are a breastfeeding mom right now using a nipple shield, you're not doing anything wrong at all. But it is a good idea to, you know, find out why your baby needs a nipple shield and to try to get away from it if we can. Yeah, and fix the problem and fix try to get problem. off of it if you want. Yeah. Um, I do know people that use them for long periods of time, and that was their choice. So it's, you know, if you yeah, choose I mean, if you're to fine use with one, it, you're fine with it. Right. I hear so um, much, though, that people are like, I want to get this off of me. Oh, because it's, uh, you got to always have it. Oh, my God, the dog yeah. ate it. And now how am I supposed to feed the baby? <laughs> you know, like, it's just uh, yeah. chaos. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it, it. these are just tools. So try to just keep in mind while you've got all this stuff that this is just another step towards getting milk into your baby while we fix a problem. And if you don't like the information that you're getting or the help that you're getting, definitely, you know, get good help. Find good help. Ask a friend. Who did you, you know, did you use a lactation yeah. consultant? Or did you, do you have a breastfeeding-friendly pediatrician or, you know, whatever? Because it's a really important piece of it. You shouldn't be trying to put this together yourself. It's really, right. it's hard. Right. Right. Yeah. It's we like, all need help. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely certain things that I would not try to do on my own. You know, building stuff. No. Anything to do with one. parenting is yeah. one of them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and breastfeeding is part of parenting. Right. It's hard. So it's, you know. Um, but that's kind of my thing on, on tools. Like, there's definitely more, you know, more things out there. But those are the big ones that you see a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Diane, for your fantastic information. <laughs> and all of you lovely people. Please share your experience in the uh, review section on iTunes and on BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com. You can check out our comment section and you can find all of our sponsor links from today and the awesome promo codes that you heard and all of our other episodes. If you haven't listened yet, listen to them. They're very good. 
Yeah. There's like over 50. Yeah. If you have a, anything on your mind, go um, flip through and you'll probably find one that you uh, will benefit yeah. from. But apparently not nipple shields. So I guess we're going to have no, to. No, probably not. I guess. We're going to have to do one on that. I swear I thought we did one on that. I See, know, maybe I, I dreamed it. I don't know. But Well, way. I mean, we all the stuff comes up so much. It does. Did we do an episode or do we just talk about that a lot? Or? It does. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.